How do I say in Japanese, I am a squid and also a kid? I don't know. Ika des. Ika des demo. Isn't demo butt? Yeah. No, it's like in addition to that. It's like however, skashi. 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 Ike desu. Oh, and so Cold. 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 Yeah. Is that child? Yeah. It's a kid. Cold. Cold. Ige des sashti. Soshti. Soshte. Soshte. Well, you want to say Soshte. Cold. 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 What did I just say? Whatever. Wait, welcome to the G Club. I'm not fluent. Cold. All I know how to say is how to. Where's my poop or whatever? Yeah, that was a previous episode. Yeah. Unchi o motte iru. I have poop. <laughs> May I have your poop? May you have my poop. Um, hi. Won't you want to go Okay. Hey, we're talking about Splatoon. Splatoon. Leaving it out, Splatoon too. Yeah. Splatoon. And um. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. I thought that was funny. Don't give me. Don't give me that. Uh, I like this game. Do you guys like it? Yeah, let's... Alright, see ya. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, no, I, I do. I love Splatoon 2. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have gripes with it. But mm-hmm. overall, I do love Splatoon 2. I feel like all, all I want to do is argue about it, about how shitty it is for an hour. But I feel like I need to preface that by saying I really like this game. It's a wonderful game. Oh, I've been playing it nonstop. Yeah. Same. But holy shit is it got some garbage attached to it. It's got some garbage here and there. Yeah, some stinky squid trash. Yeah, it's got some stuff. Um, well, so what bothers you about it? Uh, well, so it's an online game. There mm-hmm. are offline components, but online's the main draw. Mm-hmm. And I think Nintendo is actively trying to stifle people from playing their game. Well, yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I get, Well, I'm trying to think of the motivation behind it. I, yeah, their I motivation is, is get, someone's got to think of the kids. Yeah, that's the... So, won't somebody please think of the children? Won't somebody think of the squids? I imagine yeah. it is like Miyamoto up in some dark and stormy tower at the mm-hmm. top of the tower, like wanting to stifle this game. Right. It's like his, his evil intention. It's like, sir, it's our brand new IP. Everyone's crazy about it. Kill it! <laughs> we already have the second one in development. Uh, half kill it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a bummer because the Switch has parental controls built into it. Yeah. So if they wanted to... If there was a parental lock, it would just by default turn off all the online communication. Yeah. And you would have to opt into it as like the parent to be like, oh, only your friends or whatever. But instead they're like, nope, everyone has to deal with this. No one gets to talk to their friends without using an app. Yeah, I know. No, not even that. Because the app, first of all, doesn't work. I haven't actually tried it for voice chat. We tried it. You you and I tried it. Did we try it? And it didn't work. We were next to each other. We couldn't connect. Oh, no, we were at each other. I I was at home and you were at home. Uh, no, no, we were here. We were here? And we couldn't connect. We were trying to do a custom match where we were... Cause, so, the thing about the app is you can only play, you can only use the app for voice communications if you're playing League Battle or a custom match. You can't do it during a regular battle, and you can't do really? it during a ranked battle. Nope. Right. Well, I think that's Why? because... Well, ranked battle, you can't even play with friends. Yeah, right. that's really so frustrating. So ranked, you can't play with friends, and regular is no guarantee you'll be on the same team as your friends. So right. I'm assuming that's why they don't let you... There's no guarantee you'll be in the same game. You, you, could, you, could, you could theoretically, if you started a regular battle, you queued into a regular battle, you could theoretically immediately get queued into an, an already eight-stack... 
yeah, the seven then, stack. Then it just says, and then nobody countdown. nobody could drop for the next like seven games. Yeah. And that, so that's just, happened to me. You're just many sitting times. there queuing and waiting three minutes with no spectator mode. You just get a on screen text being like the game's ending. Yeah, and then it's like, nope, there was no spaces available. Another three minutes, please. Like yeah. it's bullshit. I, I think what I find especially frustrating is let's say this happened to me and Ryan, we'll be playing, and um I'll get queued up into a game and and he's waiting um you know he's queued and i'm already in a match Mm -hmm. there's no way for me to back out it's like oh i have to play this game i can't back out and try again right and then even though it's just regular play mistakes are as low as they get exactly and then i'll finish the round and then it immediately puts me in another match that he didn't somehow get in even though he's been waiting the whole three minutes for the round to end and it's like okay and there's zero way to queue up with your friend to be like now put us into the matchmaking queue you have to individually go in and then join your friends you gotta jump like quickly before it fills up like we we, uh i was with ross holly and jimmy and we recorded a bunch of splatoon for the channel uh which if it hasn't gone out yet will go out soon Mm -hmm. and we spent like an hour just trying to get so we were all in the same lobby and we were all like once we were all in then we just stayed in until one point where I think Holly accidentally hit exit and we had to wait like three matches for her to get back in um, and we never once the four of us got on the same team not once yeah. in an hour of playing we were always like three on one team or one on the other or two and two like never all four of us which like why wouldn't that be the default option why isn't that an option at all in the game absolutely the only way you can play with four friends together is league play which we can get to into in a second has crazy restrictive requirements to right, get exactly. to exactly so it's like and i, I then, can't just jump it's into it ranked so you can't just fuck around with your friends it's like no we are tryhards now because this is league baby so, so in league, there's no you can't do like turf war in league because I haven't unlocked no, league yet because I don't no. play ranked. Turf war is only available in regular battle. in regular really. Battle. You cannot play turf war in ranked or so. The, so the base game for Splatoon is not considered to be competitive, even though it's a wonderful mode and I love. It I absolutely love turf war. Yep, it's my favorite mode in the whole game. Yeah, so they make it so it's impossible to play with your friends, and and that's important because this game is so dependent on teamwork. Yeah, it's crucial to know what the other team is doing, where they are. The other thing that impacts that is the fact that uh, on the Wii U, you could just look down the gamepad and see the entire map at all times with the real-time updating where ink is. Now you have to hit the X button, right. which pulls up the map and covers your entire screen, <laughs> yeah. and you can still move, but it's blurred and you can't see anything because there's a giant map in your way. So I don't play it by like checking the map regularly like I would in the earlier game, and like there's a very there's a very common strategy especially late in the game is to just go deep into enemy territory and just ink up all their shit right because right. even if they're alive you can just cut off their like back line of defense so if you kill anyone all of a sudden they have all this shit to deal with and they can't get back to the battle yeah so it's a huge advantage to just get behind your t- the other team and ink up all their shit but if you're not checking the map you're not going to see that so then you die you check the map you're like oh fuck i didn't even realize that half the map is covered because we've all been fighting in the middle Right and, right, and technically you can check that, but why don't they just put a mini map in the corner of the screen? The bottom right corner has nothing in it; it is empty space. No, I've never actually even thought of that, but that is a good idea. So that Did the fucks first with game you. have a mini map? Well, it was pad. on the gamepad, but it didn't have one on the screen. No, mm. but it was there at all times, and you could tap it to jump to any player, or you could hit like the yeah right button combos or whatever. Um, Which is also was was really confusing for me to get accustomed to because jumping to people with the yeah because it it stays on the map even when you jump correctly like you have to actually get out of the map yeah (laughs) even if you do a successful jump i just like it doesn't it it doesn't 
exit out of the map automatically when you yeah. select someone. Which, like, okay, fine, I get it. But also, yeah. like, there's really no... It's like the circle is green instead of red. And it yeah, makes, more like, often, a slightly would, different sound effect. More often, I want to see where I'm going rather than the map yeah. once, I, once I select a destination. Right. Um... Yeah, like so you can't see the map ever. You can't talk to your teammates, so you can't coordinate. So if one person, if I do open my map and I see, holy shit, there's two of them behind us that are fucking us up, I can't tell my teammates that. Yeah, exactly. Unless and, I'm doing league battle. Right. It's like, that's the only circumstance. And I find that especially frustrating because... And it doesn't matter in league battle because they're all objectives. When, when I'm playing with a friend, um, I have a friend who has Splatoon, and um, he's out of country, so we'll call each other. And we'll talk on the phone while we play Splatoon. And while, like, if we're put on the same team, we can kill it because mm-hmm. we can coordinate with it each other. It gives you such a big yeah. advantage. And it's like if, if even if, not even if teams had voice chat, but even if you could just do it with friends mm-hmm. in game, that would change so much. Because then you could actually, um, you know, come up with strategies and yeah. uh, follow each other and stuff like that. Otherwise, you're least, completely silent. At the very least, group up. Yeah. If, yeah. if there's like if there's a stagger and then you trickle, like you're just done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Especially without voice like, chat. Uh, the, what's the payload map? Tower control. Tower control. It is so important not trickle on that. Unless mm-hmm. you're a one man army, which God bless. Slosher. Yeah, unless you have a slosher. Like how hard would Overwatch be if there was no voice chat? Like how different would the it game be? It makes me so grateful for what I've taken for granted with Overwatch. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh I can just hop into a game and talk to my team. And if they're not on mic, I can use text chat. Like I think there's a couple things that Splatoon can do to seriously improve communication. One of which is uh, the D-pad has two preset commands set to it. Right. Which is like... Booyah uh, and Booyah and... Well, ouch is only if you've been killed. Oh, right, right. Uh, I think it's this, this way. way. Yeah. yeah. Which is... I hit by accident all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Way. People hit all that shit all the accident. But, I mean, that stuff is actually... I mean, people make fun of it all the time. But in Rocket League, that's how the communication works is on the D-pad. Unless you have like a mic or, or a keyboard or something. And people always spam, like, what to say, what to say. Like, it's all super sarcastic. But it gives you all these preset options. And there's, there's what, like, 16 different things you can say in uh, in Rocket League? Because every direction on the D-pad is a sub-menu that opens the four other things. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if Nintendo wants to simplify it, and there's only four things, they're only using up and down on the D-pad. Left and right are blank. And to just put two things there would be a huge help to let you customize what's there, even from preset things right. that you don't write yourself because they're scared of the children. That would be a huge help. Just, like, group up or... Well, or I, I think, like, if Nintendo is scared of um, not being family-friendly with voice chat, they're scared of, you know, kids being turned off by the game or hearing things they're not supposed to through voice chat, mm-hmm. then why don't they introduce it and just make it an opt-in thing that you have to manually turn on? So if you're a kid playing, you know, that stuff is not automatically You lock it behind the parental controls, like right. I was saying. Right. Or even if, like, you know, you're you're a kid and your parents haven't touched your switch and you don't have parental controls on, you still have to go to a menu to like opt into voice chat to mm-hmm. hear it and everything. Which so, would be annoying, but it's a one-time switch. And then right, you're exactly. just good. And then the kids are, their their little ears are all safe. safe exactly. Don't have to worry about that. The little baby yeah. ears. Little they dirty have, swear words. Also, uh, Splatoon needs a kill feed. Like, yes. So bad. Yes. Like It's it, not convenient to check the top of the screen every three seconds. Yes. And, oh, totally, yeah. And also like just knowing when somebody died or like... Because, uh, like, when you look up at the thing and it says, like, oh, the two of my players are dead, it's like, well, when did they die? Right. Um, when are they being respawned? Yeah. Did 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 the player that just respawned die recently? Uh, you know, I don't know. You can also get a sense of, like, who the good players are if somebody's also getting a lot of kills. Right. It's, it's I think, especially frustrating because the top of the screen, it shows you those four icons for your team and the four icons for the other team. 
And all it does is it shows an icon of what weapon they have, mm -hmm. which is a very small, very detailed image. It's not recognizable at a quick glance. And it grow, glows all rainbow colored when they have their special charged. Except you don't know what their special is. They're telling you what their weapon is, but they don't tell you what their, their special is. And they spend a huge part of that UI element telling you if they have your, their special or not. So you can't coordinate, even if you have, even if you have team uh, uh, conversation, chat, whatever. Right. My brain is not working right now. Even if you have that, you don't know what they're capable of doing. It doesn't have a picture of the ink armor, and you're like, all right, dude, fire off your ink armor. Like, let's do this. Let's jump in. Yeah. You can't coordinate that because they don't show it to you. Right. You'd have to talk to them and be like, hey, dude, your special's up. What is it? And like, oh, who? Who are you talking to? It's like, uh, someone with the duallys? Oh, two of us have duallys. Uh, yeah. I don't know, the one on the left? Well, like, maybe it's different. Like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and also on top of that, when you're queuing up for a game, you can't see what they have selected, right? And you can't change your loadout while you're queuing, which that that's yeah. very frustrating. And if you're I playing back with friends out. and you want to back out to change your load, it's you got to restart the whole queuing process. The whole fight, it's just so why? It's, it's just why. The way I see it is, it's like it's such a wonderful game <laughs> that I'm absolutely in love with. That's like one step away from being there. It's yeah. like all these little things that are easily changeable, fixable things that they could they're change in a patch. Things, but they're so important for a team-based yeah, game. Exactly. If this was Call of Duty where one person can just carry the team and never die, then fine. Like you, you can you can make do without coordination. And it's like these things are I, I feel like what keeps Splatoon from entering like the bigger realm of esports. Yeah. Well what's what, what's especially embarrassing about it is um that in modes like league play and custom match you can change your loadout before you queue and you can choose what team you're on and you can uh in, in custom match you can choose what mode you're playing and what map you're playing on and in so, custom map it actually shows you what the other players have selected in real time when they're changing their weapons exactly so it's like they're aware of this stuff it's almost like it's in the game it's almost like they want the regular game it's like a dumbed down version and mm -hmm. then they have like the actual good stuff and like for like the really good players which i don't get why they don't just put all those features implement those into the rest of the game yeah. for it makes else. zero sense and and yeah so I, I i mentioned it briefly but so the requirements to get to league play are insane so there's regular play which is the only thing you can play when you start the game Turf and, one, right? and and the game does a pretty good job of spacing out these unlocks when you first start that like you can't get any extra gear, and you're restricted to, like, one weapon at the very start, and you just bit by bit unlock these additional modes, and it's pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you have to get to level 10 to unlock ranked. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and there's, like, a nice kind of pacing to that. Uh, and then there's league play, which is the only mode where you can actually queue up with your friends. It's either teams of two or teams of four. Right. And if you go up as a pair, then they put another pair with you, and then you're up against another two pairs. Um and in order to get to that, you have to be ranked B minus in ranked in any one individual ranked mode, which changes every two hours. So if you're C plus in one mode and then it switches to another mode, you, gotta you just got to wait until it randomly pops up again. And because of the lack of coordination in ranked, it is a coin toss if you win or lose any yeah. given game. Yeah, exactly. Because you can be wonderful, but you can get like a shitty team, you know? Yeah. yeah or you like, all have rollers and they all have snipers. Like, it, it just, it doesn't, condu it's not conducive to actual teamwork. Yeah, it's like the exact opposite of what ranked should be. It's a completely one player centric uh, game mode where, it, where a, a, technically and really, it could happen that the best player in the entire world could never rank up once because of getting bad luck with teammates. Right. 
you can't queue with your friends at all and you can't coordinate with your team at all there's no and communication I think, I think they acknowledge that if you could queue in a rank with your friends it would give you a huge advantage over the team which is why they made league play which right. as far as i know didn't exist in the first game no it did mm-hmm. not so they were like okay you can't play with your friends so everyone is just equally fucked and ranked and you just have to get lucky enough to get to league where you can then play with your friends but the fact that league play is it's required you get to B minus in ranked, which is dependent on your individual skill in addition to all this luck. Right, and it, it's, it's which honestly, has no. It's not like you have to be this good to play league. It has no bearing on how good you are as a player. Which means you have to get lucky, I guess. You have to so get lucky yes. because, and you're well, not getting lucky with the person you'll be playing with. My ranked experience is, um, it's like turf four. I'm pretty good at turf four, but then when it comes to ranked, I just my team loses like seven or eight out of ten times and it's the most frustrating thing on earth yeah we'll be like right there close to winning and then like last three seconds boom they win mm-hmm. and then my rank goes down and it's yeah. f- so frustrating there are games where i lose and i feel like it was a very fair loss so i was like oh man it was pushing yeah definitely it was tug of war and we were just pushing and pulling and it was so close and oh man they just barely got it they got one more point than us in uh uh splat zones or whatever it was and that feels good that's like oh man we tried our best and and they failed. But and then, then there's, there's some, times where they hop like, onto the tower and they just slide all the way into your end zone and you can't do shit. Yeah, exactly. And no one is able to kill anyone. You're like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And the game doesn't let you... The game doesn't allow you to alter your yeah. technique to try to combat was, that. In the first Splatoon game, was ranked... Did they have a different rank depending on each game mode? No. Or was it, it was that's what I thought. Rank. It was all just one rank. Yeah. Yep. I like that a lot better, actually. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't hate... The way it is now, that every different mode has its own rank. I think it's just frustrating having to wait to get a certain rank up. Like, if I'm really bad at one game mode, mm-hmm. then it's like, well, fuck, I gotta wait for it to cycle back around to practice that. Well, right. even though Overwatch does it, or games like Overwatch, I think Heroes does it too, um, It it it's still kind of flawed in a team-based game to have an individual rank. It's, it's yeah. Like, well, that that's the thing about League plays, that you don't have an individual rank whatsoever. Your rank in league is dependent on who you are paired with. So yeah. if, if Aaron, if you and I are playing league together and you have to do seven matches to get your rank, which is kind of like placements in Overwatch or a lot of other games, then you get your rank and you can go up the tier, you can go down the tier, and that and the, I think they have seasons. I think they've said they're like month long seasons or something, what, um, really? or three week long seasons. They're pretty short, um, and then it resets and you go back to the same thing. Um, but you also have a different rank for each game type, like regular ranked. But also, if I stop playing with you and start playing with Matt, we would start from scratch. Because the two of us have a unique pairing. Right. The two of us. Well, so you have even no work. individual rank whatsoever. It didn't even work with us. What do you mean it didn't work? Like, you and I played one or two games, and then one of us dropped, and then we requeued, and then it didn't save that. Did it not save that we'd done two? Yeah. I don't remember. I've never, I still haven't played League because I haven't gotten my rank up to B minus yet. Because when I play ranked, I, I mean, it sounds dumb, but I honestly end up getting so frustrated that I'm like, I just want to play Terra 4, like where I that, feel like I have a better, more fair chance of winning. Where you you're know. preaching to the choir. Yeah. I was getting really frustrated because I really wanted to try League with Aaron. If I did not too. to play it for fun, just to understand what it is and how it works because it's really different than ranked. And the, the, also, the problem with that is like, Okay, if I get to league, you know, I have friends that I want to play league with, but it's like, oh, they also have to get to league. Mm-hmm. And that takes a while. It does. And it felt completely random to me because I was playing ranked and I was winning a bunch, losing a bunch. And in the app, it actually shows you your match history. So I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I had a loss streak of six games in a row. And like my little rank tube was getting all cracked 
Because yeah. when it cracks, that means you're about to down yep. go down a level. Mm-hmm. And I managed to just squeeze past out of C minus into C. And the game explodes with all these graphics. And it's like, you leveled up a fuck ton. And it just jumped me right up to B minus. So I crawled out of C minus, and I should have gone to C, and then had to work my way up to C plus, and then all the way to B minus, and the game went, no, you're good enough, go to B minus. I'm like, the fact that it took me this long to get out of C minus, and then the game was like, yeah, you're good enough for B plus. I'm like, there's something wrong with your game. There's something wrong with your system that it's telling me, yeah, you're way better than these C minus guys. Yeah, I've gotten like an inkling away from, no no pun intended, an inkling away from... Leveling up from C minus mm-hmm. many times, and like, like I'm one round away, yep. and then just whoop right back down. I was like, "Fuck it!" Yeah, because well, you forward. don't really go down in rank. It, it cracks that too, right. and if you crack it enough, then it just like I get, I get you. so close. And I'm just like, "Oh, it resets <clears throat> the whole thing." I think I think if it explodes, or it sets you back down to the line that's in the middle. Ugh. Yeah, so and it's like a partial the line that brings you down to the last rank you were at, which I think is possibly a consideration of how broken broken the matchmaking is yeah because if it just went down and equal steps then you would just be a negative number yeah because you just go on huge loss streaks and that's not dependent on your skill but then in league play then it's like yeah if you have a four man against a four man that seems to me like a true splatoon experience where you're able to coordinate you're able to change your loadout because in ranked and league it kicks you back out to the lobby after every game no matter what it's not like regular play where you'll just stay in a lobby forever and you can't change your weapon. Yeah. Um, so it's like, to me, league play is the only way to get what we all want out of this game. It just has this huge barrier to entry that can take a dozen plus hours at minimum, if you're lucky. Just to get there. To right. unlock it. Um, and it's just a shame because that's something that I understand that they would want to restrict people who are new to the game. But at the same time, it's like, to unlock ranked, you just have to hit level 10 in regular and that is guaranteed if you just play the game and lose every match you will get to level 10 eventually right and there's things you can do to supplement that by getting the uh the xp boosts from the vendor and and whatnot um so you can get to level 10 relatively quickly and it's guaranteed you'll get there there's zero guarantee you can ever get to b minus yeah whatsoever they cannot guarantee that so that is a huge mode of the game that you just might not ever play because you get unlucky and and i have a huge problem with that when it's such a core part of what I think this game sh- is trying to be, which is this competitive game. Yeah, totally and agree. I don't think I'm taking it overly seriously. I'm not like, oh man, Splatoon is the greatest esport ever made. I just think it's a good, fun, competitive game that benefits from coordination and teamwork. Mm-hmm. And they don't want us to do that, and it drives me crazy because it's just Nintendo being Nintendo, and it just it drives us all up the wall. I don't know. Yeah. So let me let me let me segue real quick. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? You guys have anything in particular that you favor in Splatoon two over Splatoon one? Like any major changes they did to the game that you think uh, made like a substantial difference to the gameplay in terms of like improving the quality from mm-hmm. the first game? Uh, I would say Salmon Run. It's not exactly an answer to your question, but I'm a big fan of Salmon Run, and that's a whole other can of worms of how the scheduling works with that. Yeah. We've actually made it better. It's super um, fun. I love Salmon Run. It's super fun, but it's it's restricted to certain times. Right. And you get points as you play and as you win. And you can spend those points on different bonuses and stuff. And you get money and XP and stuff. Yeah. Um, but your points reset at the end of each cycle. So you, you have to, if you want to get these rewards, excuse me, you have to get into Salmon Run and play a whole bunch within that cycle before the cycle ends. Except 
those cycles are all 12 hour blocks except for one last week that was a 24 hour block so i was like why aren't they even the same time not to mention they all started and ended at random times there'd be ones that go from 11 p.m to 11 a.m and it's just like okay this must be the same times for the entire world yeah but that doesn't make any sense because some some countries that could be like 3 a.m to 3 p.m yeah it's you're screwing over any everyone instead of just localizing the times different regions but since that first week they've now made it so it's kind of like a day off day on schedule but i don't know if that's going to continue i hope so do do you think that the whole map rotation system and game mode rotation system Mm -hmm. i like maybe there's a reason that's out there and i don't know that but is that to save you know server space i think it's stupid or, I don't think or it's is safe. it just for just to be like a i think it's a nintendo thing. decision 100 because it's not changing anything about the service it's still the same number of people playing on the same number of maps yeah, right it's not like you know what map you are before you queue with people yeah well you know which one of two maps you'll be on no what i mean to say is like <clears throat> on server side like it, it's not like it's it's not like you're losing people that you could be playing if there's if you can just do any map right like, presumably the reason for having only two maps would be because, like, oh, well, if there's not a huge installed player base, then that means, like, there's one of two maps that would be playing on. So, like, if people are playing this map, you could join that game or whatever. Otherwise, but that's not, the, yeah. that's not the case at all. It's not how it works. You just group with people, and then the map gets chosen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think um, the only reason that it exists is because you can't change your loadout while you're queued. So you can look, I think you're supposed to look at the maps and say, okay, these two maps are here right now. I like the dualies on this map. And then you pick that, and that's just what you play with for two hours. Okay. That said, I hate it. Well, <laughs> that's like that's like everything in this game, right? Like, ev- everything seems like it's a fix for a problem that they gave themselves. Right. It's all... That's they they invented all of these problems that didn't need to exist, that yeah. people solved 20 years ago? Like, people were making online shooters for a heck of a long yeah. time. There's a lot of, of uh, right. reference. And... Um, yeah, they create their own problems and then put band-aids on top and it's like it's not a, a good experience and it's not to say they shouldn't be trying to innovate the shooter genre but i feel like they did <laughs> like they made a shooter game that's about shooting the ground instead of players and yeah. it's super fun it's and it fun works and colorful and, and they made all these different game modes that stylized. play off of that idea and i think they're largely successful they're just innovating in all the wrong places on top of that um and I also hate that it's only two maps on the rotation. Yeah, I, I wish it was at least three just to give it a little more variety because sometimes it, like, it doesn't feel like a true rotation. No. Or it, like, well, I'll play and I'll play the same map seven rounds in a row sometimes. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. wow, there's two maps. Yeah, I can't believe it hasn't. And I get that it's random, so that's bound to happen. But I wish the system found some way of balancing it out more. Just like I wish, big thing I, I, I wish is, um, I mean, maybe it's already there and it's not that good, but the balancing system of putting people on teams, I mean, I, I think it's fully random. I don't think there is any balancing because recently I was, I was on a team where I was the only person without a roller. I'm like, okay, so everyone on my team is using a roller. I'm the only person with like a ranged weapon while the other team is like super varied where they could have easily, the system could have seen, you know, who has what weapons and tried to balance it out more based on, you know, this team can have this much range and, you know, this much that to try to balance it out. Whereas, like, if three people have snipers, they shouldn't put them all on the same team, mm-hmm. you know? Stuff like that. I think it's completely random because even in ranked, you know, when I was trying to rank up and I was C-, minus, you would get people in, in your queue that were C and C+, plus, which is fine. But then it didn't seem to accommodate for, oh, they're a higher rank, they're probably a better player. It would just, like, stack all the best players on one team. Yeah. It'd be, like, all C-plus and C, and then all the C- minus on one team, and it's like... 
Well, we're at a disadvantage now, inherently. Yeah. Or just cue players and then let them know what team they're going to be on and then give them 15 seconds to choose their fucking weapons. And let people... What a concept! And let the other teammates see what weapons are locked in so that they can choose their team comp before they them, play. And give them four super simple communication options of, like, that looks great, or, like, change your, your thing. Yeah. Or, Do like, you... we need a long range. Like, people would spam it, sure, but it could actually facilitate the kind of right. communication that this game needs. So knowing Nintendo, they've always, they're always very, like, they're very set in their ways which i think is like a, a good quality they're set in their ways but in the last couple of years i think they've shown a yeah. really good amount of definitely introspection and, what, and they're changing a lot for the better that gets me wondering with because obviously we're not the only people that you know have had these uh qualms with the game mm -hmm. which is what i'm wondering is do you think nintendo will actually go and make any of these fixes or changes to the game or just leave it as it is and be like, nope, we're, we made it like this, we like it this way, and we're just going to leave it that way. Do you think they're... I don't think they would ever actually fix everything, like all this stuff, but I, I could mm -hmm. see them definitely in future patches and stuff changing a chunk of this stuff. I mean, the the raw communication stuff is locked in stone as far as I'm concerned. The, the fact that you have to use a smartphone, which... The, the app doesn't run in the background and you can't turn off the screen, so goodbye battery life. You have yeah. to use your smartphone app to use voice chat. It doesn't work in the game proper. That's not changing. Um, the fact that you can only voice chat with friends, that's not changing. The fact that you can't queue up with your friends for regular play, I'd be very, very surprised if that changed. Yeah, I, like, I feel like Nintendo, they've just never had a good history with communication apps and just ways yeah. to communicate. For instance, like remember when Animal Crossing City Folk came out for the Wii? Uh, they introduced that Wii Speak or whatever. Yeah. That never took off. And then I remember mm. on the Wii U, they even made their own little like Skype-type app, mm -hmm. uh, Wii U Chat or something. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, it was kind of like, like a no really one, simple Skype thing. Yeah, whoever but... even opened that app? Yeah. What? I don't even remember that. Remember the awkward video with like Miyamoto and Reggie, or Iwata and Reggie, and they were like talking over the app, and Reggie was trying to speak Japanese? And he's like, Moshi Moshi. Konnichiwa, and it was like really uncomfortable. And Iwata was just, there was like a delay, and Iwata's that. like, Yes, <laughs> your Japanese very good. And it's like really uncomfortable. Oh, wow. No, I, I mean, I remember the the little, like, it was like a little half circle that would just sit on top of your TV. Yeah, the, the, the um, Wii Speak. Is that what yeah, it was called? Yeah, I think it's for so. Animal Crossing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, just, just out of the little stuff, they just don't even seem to get, like, even even walking around the it's like oh it's cool I get to walk around and see everyone's art in the lobby or whatever mm -hmm. that's neat and I can rate it and say that's a yeah or whatever <laughs> but like it doesn't save it you can't like go through some like yeah feed yeah. and it's like oh these are the ones I saved and liked it's like Snapchat I wanted to gone. show it to my friend or whatever yeah it's just gone forever and the, the, this, and you can't like add you can't make a friend request to the people who drew that. Like, right. You have to go back to like recent matches. You have to go Not even. to the Switch UI. Yeah, the Switch UI. And yeah. it shows just a huge grid of everyone you've played with. Yeah, but only people you've played with. N nobody in the lobby that actually drew yeah. right. fun pictures. Like you can't add people. Which I know for a fact that the people that show up in the, the Inkopolis Square or Plaza, it's not just people you've played with. It's just people who have been yad a lot yeah. online. Because I know a lot of friends who are posting stuff online who have big social media presences. And like... 
Like, I, I've posted one or two things into that, and people are tweeting me like, hey, you showed up in my game. Hey, you showed up in my game. I'm not playing Splatoon 2 that much that I'm playing with all of these people. Yeah. I, so I mean, it's most just being the... shared around to people's games because people are yeah in my stuff. Uh, yeah, I wonder why. There's no way to add them. In most of my games, I see art that's based on either people I know or it's uh, from people I know. And I always see that, and I'm like, mm. is this more, is there some, some way that it's more targeted towards me? No, or is I, everyone think, seeing I think it's this? because you're an influencer. Yeah. So you know a lot of people that have fan bases okay because there's still people that show up in my plaza that's just like a random person that i played with and they're just hanging out and i can buy yeah. their gear and stuff um the thing that i really don't get I, so i'm really happy they brought back the whole Meverse drawing thing yeah uh because that was one of my favorite parts of the first game but having not a stylist especially though. during splatfest when it's this whole like team based yeah. thing i'm gonna be honest splattering stuff i have no idea how to draw in that game yet it's when uh so when you're when you enter the plaza and you look to the left there is a red kind of pole that is in between the weapon shop and the hat shop it's near where uh it's near the doors it's near where you go to do story mode it's like a the little, little bit it's right by it a little bit before the grate for story mode okay and you walk up to it and hit post and then it gives you this thing you can open you gotta I get had, your own stylus though i had no idea yeah the, i i think they tell you when you first jump in but it's like they're throwing 30 things at you so i, I it's really, not on the map either it's not like here's this yeah. thing what I love about Splatoon is I do love how the art ends up on the maps, whether it be on a yeah, little, they're like, like graffiti virtual and sign or a graffiti, and the way they uh, texture it, it looks like graffiti. So mm-hmm. I, I've seen some hilarious ones recently. I just saw like this scribble thing that was like "Mom left us at Best Buy." I saw that just one scribble too. on the wall. And it's like for I me, it was someone who was sitting on the ground like in the corner by themselves, and it's just "Mom left us at Best Buy." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, this is hilarious. It's hilarious. The, the thing that drives me nuts. So. On the Wii U, you could obviously use the touchpad to create those drawings. So you're using a little stylus, and it's not the highest resolution, but you're basically drawing it by hand. Right. And so it was super easy to get detail and do all kinds of stuff. I think you could zoom in. You can go to, like, a single pixel brush, and people made crazy things with you that. You can't do that? I, I mean, I haven't tried drawing yet, so... So you can go pixel by pixel using the D-pad, but you're using the analog stick to draw everything. You can't use the touchpad on the Switch to draw Wait, stuff. you can't draw with the touchpad? No. At all? As far as I know. You cannot. And even if you could, right. there's no stylus. You're using your finger, so it's, and it's oh. not... Well, they make uh, capacitive styluses. They do. Um, so maybe you can use your finger. The, the question that I have, though, is they created an app that links with your game, and you can talk to people online. You can buy things from the store in your app, and then when you go into the game, it's like, here's the stuff that you bought. Oh, Why is there no drawing app in the phone? Right. That would make a lot more Why sense. Why don't they have that? And <laughs> You can just draw stuff and zoom in and get super precise. And maybe you're using your finger. Maybe you're using a capacitive stylus. But that's like a no-brainer to me. Like, why isn't that a thing? Well, wasn't there the, the Pokken hack or whatever? Do you get, like, the Pokken controller from Japan or something? You can, like, hack into it and then, like, just upload pictures? Well, yeah. So I've seen some people... people yeah. Because they're posting, like pixel perfect memes and yeah. shit and yeah there's some way I, I, I don't know if that was what it was but there's some way that they can have a USB controller interface there's with some the Switch program. as I a controller I, I saw people in a comment section on Reddit talking about some specific program you can use to basically it uh, goes pixel by images. pixel yeah. and it takes like half an hour to draw it out I've seen um, some good ones though but it's like well that's great if you really want to spend the time to do that I just want to use my phone to draw a thing and like zoom in and get really detailed with it not can using an analog stick and just hitting undo a thousand times. Can the Switch use any stylus? It's not like an iPhone, right, where you have to have like a special type of stylus. It like, is like no, an iPhone. It's, it's a capacitive stylus. Are you stylus. serious? Yeah. So I can't just use my 3DS stylus on my Switch? No, no but you yeah. scratch the fuck because out of it. Because it's a capacitive screen. The, the, the Wii U was resistive, um, which means it's just pressure. That's why it's not multi-touch either. Yeah. 
Capacitive means it's uh, creating electrical current when you put your finger down. So it's actually using like your meat flesh to create a link. That's how that yeah, works. So you, Is that you, how those work? Yeah, mm-hmm. so you need to have a specific tip to it. There's a I current so that's stupid. running through it. And when you press it, you interrupt that current. So the, the screen knows what? where you're pressing it. Okay, I just, I, I feel dumb because I had no idea that's how those screens worked. I always yeah. thought that's it just how somehow works, like. Because they have multiple points yeah. it's tracking it and that's, that's why like the DS and the Wii U had like little microscopic dots on it. Because it, it was just like seeing where those dots are right and like making contact with the screen it's like literally like a screen above a screen and then the, as you yeah, push like it pushes light, you the, the screen down and that closes that circuit or whatever yeah. and that's how it is on like if you go on like an airplane and it's got the touch screen that you can mm-hmm. watch movies and shit on you can see like all the dots in yeah. a grid yep but those never work with multi-touch so capacitive and capacitivism requires much pressure either because wow. it's literally just i didn't know that that's actually pretty yeah. cool i always thought they like programmed it so it it was like, oh, it just recognizes like uh, this type of texture, this which I don't even know how that would make sense. Stupid me, it's stupid. It's okay. It's not something that you would just look at and be like, that's how it works. It's it's just kind of neat to read. Yeah. About. So if you look up like a, if you go to the store, they sell them everywhere. If you look up like an iPhone stylus, you can just use it on the Switch, or you can use a hot dog. <laughs> really? Yeah. It'll just get fucking hot dog juice all over all your the shit. More you know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I want hot dog. It's juice. usually like sort of a squishy rubber tip. Yeah. Cause it's kind of emulating a fingertip. They actually sell gloves that have those on the finger pads. Yeah. So if in cold weather, you can still use yeah, your phone. I hate being in cold weather with my phone. I have to take my glove off. Mm-hmm. So but that's, that's really a that first works. world problem. But yeah, but then your hands get chilly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a little, so my little I just want to be able cold. to draw on my phone. Or what if you had an iPad and you would have a giant canvas to work on and make your 200, 240 pixel wide <laughs> drawing, you know, That'd like, cool. I, I, it's, it's, they that's just, not a deal breaker. Just strike a deal with Photoshop and just make like full on oh, paintings. That'd be nice. <laughs> I, I also saw someone on my Twitter feed that, um, because when you, so what you can, when you make one of those posts, it automatically is like, Hey, do you want to post this to Twitter? And you'd be like, sure. And it'll just take your picture and send it off to Twitter. And then once you're done with that, it posts it to like the switch network or whatever. Um, when it posts it to Twitter, it upscales it and puts like, this border above and below right. it. But it uses some sort of bicubic smoothing or whatever the fuck. It's not nearest neighbor. So it doesn't look pixelated. It yeah, looks kind of blurry. That. And I saw someone on, on my feed who, um, I don't know if he was just shrinking it down and then like growing it out or whatever. But he like came up with some way to reproduce it pixel perfect using an algorithm or something. And it looked so good. It was this like really like blocky, chunky pixel art thing. And it was like, wow, it looks great. Why is Nintendo upscaling it with really shitty upscaling? Yeah, like, I don't know either. It's just I don't know. It's it's really really nitpicky, and it's not. Oh, that's a, a that's like deal. such a. I know it's nitpicky, but I'm, I mean I feel the same way as someone who like designs sh- stuff. Like, like Nintendo... when I when I see things scaled up like bicubically when it's pixel art or should be yep. nearest neighbor, I'm always like that irks me a little I bit. I know. Um, it's 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 nitpicky, but at the same time. I always feel a little bit validated whining about nitpicky shit in Nintendo games because otherwise. They're some of the best at polish in the business. They're oh, yeah. So everything in this game is gorgeous, and the single player is nuts. Just everything, like, is beautifully polished and The single player is a good time, and I recommend it. And oh, I, I love the single player. I enjoyed the single player in the first game. I enjoyed it in this game. You need to play it more. Um, I, I wish there was more to it. Well, it was actually one of my big things from the first game was there were so many really clever uses of different inking mechanics that were only in the single player and they weren't in the multiplayer. And they've in the sequel put a bunch of those in the in the multiplayer, like the little zipline things you can travel along. Yeah, the sponges that grow if you shoot them with your color. What what's um, the purpose of those? 
Do those it's, have like it's an actual cover, purpose? and you can actually get to higher ground by going up on top. Oh, bigger. okay, yeah. okay. They're only in certain maps, and they're usually next to stuff you can't otherwise just climb up. And they're also assigned per team. So mm-hmm. if 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 there's a blue one, then it can only grow with blue ink. Oh, I didn't know that. But okay. you can shrink theirs by shooting it with right, your. You I just can't that. grow it in your color. So um, do you guys have a specific favorite and least favorite map in Splatoon Two? I wish they brought back a ton of Splatoon 1 maps. I, I do too. I, I wish they had more maps. I think they might. Because they had like a year and a half of DLC on the first game. So I can tell you my least favorite map is the fucking skate park map. When, oh, where does that here. sound familiar? Storms <laughs> <laughs> all over again. Ugh. I don't hate that map, but it's probably one of my least favorites. Well, I like that map for the reason where when I'm moving around, not a lot gets in my way. And it's very... I like going up and down. I think that's fun. But I also... I don't know what it is about that map. I get killed so much on that map, more than any other map. It's just constant death. Well, it's, like, completely open, and it's all, like, one big area with yeah. all these, like, elevation, like slight elevations, so, like, people can easily get even. above you. Um, well, that's the problem with a lot of the Splat Zone maps. I mean, they're all the same maps, but in Splat Zone, is that the King of the Hill spot will usually be a spot of high ground. Yeah. Which means that if you're holding it, you have an advantage to anyone coming in. Yes. Which is insane to me. And very yes. few of the maps are any the, different. The skate park map with splat zones is... I hate it. It's yeah. the so worst. Yeah, it's, that's the worst. You one. have to have a sniper on your team who's just picking them off from the outside. Which every that's time I play, way. I get sniped left and right on yeah. that map. And it's... I, what I find really frustrating, I guess, part of the game, but... Um, when I jump to somebody mm-hmm. and there's someone just waiting the moment I land to shoot me. And <laughs> it happens like six times in a row. It's a so frustrating. huge pet peeve of mine. Because whenever it... When someone jumps to you, it gives you an audible cue. It's like flashing in your ears. There's a thing on the bottom of the screen that's text like so-and-so is jumping to you. And there's an indication in the 3D space the in the ring, map. Yeah. The little ring being like, here's where there's gonna where they're going to land. Whenever I see that, even if I don't see any enemies nearby, I stay put and I guard them till they land. It's in my best interest to make sure they land safely. I cannot tell you how many times... I jump to someone who is completely surrounded by their own color ink. They walk away as I'm flying to them, and then someone just dives in and, and snipes me right as I arrive. Yeah, I honestly wish that... It's like, just stay there and defend me when I jump in, damn it. I, I wish that only your team could see where you're going to land. Well, there is a, an ability, ability you can put onto your, your equipment. I know, it's just... But it only works to a certain radius, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, that's another thing I didn't mention about custom match, is um, you can turn abilities off on custom matches. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is which, which is, is huge, pretty. If, if they're trying to make it an esport, I think that's probably going to be a setting that they use. So everyone's um, kind of at a fair advantage. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just based on your playability and not the abilities you unlock. Yeah. It's your playability and your your like meta strategy right. of using whichever weapons. Yeah, um, I really like the abilities. Oh, I love the abilities. I, I, I think uh, they changed a lot of them for the better from the first game. All the specials are new from the first game, which is I think pretty ambitious because a lot of them were really good in the first game. Um, and being able Did to they, upgrade the them was in the first one, wasn't it? Um, I don't, I don't remember. Think so. I think all of them, except for the spamming all of your grenades. I think that's the only one that returned. The I could the be wrong about bombs that. or whatever. It's whatever bomb you've equipped. I think. Oh, the the uh, my oh, one of my favorites is the new. curling bombs, where you can just release a bunch of those I little hate that. Roomba looking bombs. I hate that because their blast radius is so goddamn big. I know, but well, that's why I love them. They're so much fun to that shoot needs a out. Goddamn nerf. And the uh, the hamster ball, I, I call it that. I don't know what it's actually called, but where you're in the little it's ball. A yeah, that's uh, that one's fun. I'm bad at killing people with it though. I always get killed. With it. Well, I get I, if wiped I see out with them that. hop into it, I can break them out of it before they can kill me. But the blast yeah. radius on that is insane too. I um. um I think my favorite ability would be Ninja Squid. 
just because I think that saved me a lot. Mm-hmm. That's where people can't see you while you're swimming in it. Well, well, th- yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's why I really like the abilities because they let you kind of fine-tune the way you want to play the game on top of just which weapon you want to pick. And it's a much more kind of granular, like, I want to be able to use my my uh, special abilities more often or, yeah. or whatever. Or I want to have better defense against enemy grenades. Um but it's also random. But it's right? random. <laughs> you, you you can get clothes that have like a base one, but and honestly, I kind of like the the randomness. So it's you know what of... the base is, and you don't know what the additional ones are until you get them. But there is a system in the game. It'll let you reroll. That lets you. Well, it lets you. I haven't tried it yet, but there's like the little dude who's like Spike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheldon. You can give him equipment, and I think he takes those abilities off, and he turns them into ability chunks, which is what they're called, and I think. With a certain number of chunks for one ability, you can apply it to any piece of equipment with an empty slot. Oh, cool. I think that's how that works, but I'm not entirely sure. But basically, it's like, okay, you need to spend 100 hours just upgrading all of your equipment to get enough ability chunks to then slap it onto one uber piece of equipment. Yeah. Which is a big investment, but at least it does have a system in place for you to kind of create that perfect piece of armor. Man, there was some... um... I, I'm upset I missed it. I, I only found out when I went on the Splatoon subreddit shortly after they patched it. But there was some uh, glitch in like the first weekend of the game where players could get like double XP somehow. Yes, I remember. Really? Did you ever take advantage I of it? I didn't take advantage of it, no. Yeah. How did it work? Do you remember? I missed that. I don't remember. How, how did it work? Did you know? No. I never looked into it too far. I got I double so. XP just by getting a token. And How do you get those? To... I haven't gotten one yet. It's a, you got to do it in story mode, I've right? gotten them from story mode, and I've gotten them from Salmon Run. Oh, you get them in Salmon Run? So as you get those points that I was talking about, you unlock these little, like, gachapon balls. Yeah. And you have to redeem them at a counter, which is outside of the Grizzco shop. Right. Which, again, a piece of nitpicking, when you exit the, the Grizzco shop, which is in the back left of the map of the, the overworld thing, it puts you back at the starting point, and you have to walk all the way back into that far corner to then get to the little counter outside. You know you can uh, cycle through the shops with LNR, right? That's not a shop, though. Oh. It's a counter to the left outside the door of oh. the shop. Well, you can't access it from inside the shop, yeah. and when you walk out of it to redeem your shit, you have to walk all the way back there. It's a very tiny thing, but it's just like... That's, that might be a Japanese thing, because of pachinko parlors. The, the, the gachapon? Yeah. Oh, oh, like the re- you redeem it outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the yeah. little like legal loophole they have. All I'm saying is, <laughs> when you leave Grisco, it should just put you at the door of Grisco. That doesn't seem crazy for me. Yeah, I'm fine sense. with redeeding it outside. It gives you the extra little bit of uh, Japanese whatever. But <laughs> what I, just, I don't know. Speak, speaking of Japanese whatever, I love um, at the food speaking truck. Of Japanese <laughs> like the. Uh, like the the Sundays, like the parfaits you can get, reminds me so much of uh, when mm-hmm. I was in Kyoto. There was this um. Uh, the Sunday place where they had an ungodly number of Sundays uh, that you can get, and a lot of them would have like fried prawns or like corn dogs and stuff in them, wow. and that's what they have like at the food truck. They have like those big Crusty Sundays. Like, yeah, I love that because I actually mm-hmm. you could get those in Japan with shrimp and everything in it. Yeah. I wanted to. They're kind of expensive though, so I just got one with bananas. But it sounds pretty good though. The whole game, I love how much the game is like modern in, Japan. Yeah, like Tokyo. Yeah. I love that. It reminds me of Harajuku a lot. Oh, and yeah, stuff like it feels that. exactly like Tokyo. Which I wouldn't have known until I went, and then now coming back from Japan and playing Splatoon 2, yeah. it's like, ah, I feel like I'm there again. Yeah, a so little I mean, bit. Even, even with the, having the show where you can look inside and see the hosts, and yeah. that's, they do that in Japan too. I've it's never wonderful. played it, but I'm assuming that this game is basically the world ends with you, but with squids. <laughs> I'm assuming that's. Never what, played that either. Oh, I in, wanted to. That's in Shibuya, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe. You can actually go to the Shibuya where where, where would you say Splatoon is? 
it's very Harajuku feeling to me, just because of like the weird fashion and yeah, all the stickers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it feels like uh, uh, Takashitadori. I don't know. This, is that, is this, that a district? The main street. Oh. Um, Harajuku. Yeah. Okay. Which is wonderful. To me, it just looks like Tokyo. I got a, I got cotton candy that was like two times the size of my head when I was on that street. It's amazing. <laughs> nice. Was it flavored like fish flakes or something? No, I, I would not have eaten if it was flavored like <laughs> fish flakes. It was, uh, they have this like thing where they start adding colors and they basically build you like a rainbow mm. cotton candy that's like I've seen a videos foot of that and a half. Online. I got a picture. It's huge. I could, I, I ate most of it, but nice. I got a bunch of bugs in it when there, I was walking back. There's a, like, there's a mm. cookie store there on that street that was like run by Australians. So like walked in and they were like so happy they were like oh you speak English oh that's awesome oh, like, you're a gaijin, have right? some cookies have some of our <laughs> cookies and milk it was, it was, it was like, cute just a dumb hakuji now but I wanted to like leave immediately because I was like this doesn't feel like Japan you should have just <laughs> <laughs> you should have just spoken again. like really fast Japanese to them like oh I can't believe you yeah. think I'm American just because I'm white I uh, I went into this one shop with my friend um because my friend was studying abroad there and he was feeling kind of homesick and we found this place called like Chef Daniels in Komagome Whoa. and we went in Chef Daniels no I'm serious it's called Chef Daniels and we went in and it was just this white guy from Canada and he was the chef there and he didn't speak any Japanese and we sat at the bar and he talked to us the whole time and mm. he, he was really happy that two Americans came in he's married to a Japanese woman and has like Japanese kids doesn't speak Japanese though and uh, his I think his wife's parents gave him money to start a restaurant so that's what he was doing out there. It was like his dream. Damn. And he had Living some... Living the dream. He got some really expensive bacon that he gave to us for free. He's like, hey, I'll what? give you guys some bacon. And he cooked us some bacon. Delicious. Dude, so Chef Daniels. Tokyo, go to Komagome and go to Chef Daniels. It's Komagome, huh? Yeah. Damn. I love it. That's one of my favorite parts of Tokyo. It's I just never, very I've never quiet. been there. It's like a very quiet uh, little part of Tokyo. It's on the main Yamanote line. Mm-hmm. And when you get off, it's just a nice, uh, chill little... Kind of like a Komagome stop on the Yamanote. Komagome. It goes, Komagome. (laughs) Komagome. And then the little jingle that the train plays for Komagome is like really hot. The next stop is Komagome. Is it just just a theremin for the jingle? No, so like most of them are really cute and like nice. Yeah. Like Akihabara and all that stuff. It's like, oh, that's so charming. And Komagome is like, dun 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 dun. Really creepy. And the train just tilts down. It might have some kind of like political well it actually the station got destroyed in world war ii so well, maybe there you that go. has something to do with it mm. who knows but yeah i don't know I, I just when you mentioned it didn't feel like japan that i can i can kind of relate to when i was living in china and uh, i was in shanghai for four months and i went to a part of shanghai called shintiendi which is this like expat just haven like everyone who's not chinese lives there apparently mm-hmm. and i went to a, a german kind of bistro pub thing and I got myself a bratwurst and a beer, and I was like, I am not in China right now. <laughs> I need to leave. This feels very oh, wrong. Oh, man. But then there's the opposite, too, where, like, there's a spot in Shinjuku. I forget what it's called, but it's, like, this really, really divey bar kind of place. And, like, if you're just, you're if you're a foreigner, they just hate you and oh, like, won't yeah. let you into the really? bars. And so, oh, yeah. wow. I went to the opposite. I went to, uh, I went to this, like, there's a lot of British pubs around Shibuya yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I went into this one British pub. It's, like, a chain um my Japanese friend took me there and it was just it was like a Friday night in Shibuya I don't know why he wanted to go out to like Shibuya for drinks because that's a very crowded part of Tokyo and we walked into this like British pub and it's face to face with everyone and you can't move and they were like cramming people in very stressful <laughs> hmm. yeah, a lot so, of Americans though yeah well this is a super touristy area yeah Shibuya 
Shibuya. 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 Uh, yeah. uh, Shibuya. Roll call. Barry. My name is Barry. Yeah. I'm annoyed with Splatoon. Yeah. Because I don't like yeah. playing with my friends. Yeah. My name is Matt. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like the game. Uh huh. Yeah. I have some qualms. Uh huh. Yeah. But I still like the game. Cool. <laughs> cool. Uh, I have a pin. Hey, <laughs> my I name have a pineapple. is my name is Aaron. Yeah, and I'm a cool guy. Yeah, I play Splatoon. Yeah, and I'm not very good. Yeah, uh, well, you're, you're pretty good. Thanks, man. I'm only Shibuya. level. What, what levels, everyone? I'm 16. 20. 20. Uh, 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show myself uh, out. We gotta clean that mic. <laughs> What'd you do? Ew! Spit your apple juice all over my mic. <laughs> Gotta um, get a new mic, dude. So have you guys played Salmon Run at all? I played, I played it E3. once with you. Because to me, it's like the epitome of Nintendo Y, that it has like the random uh, time blocks on it. It has like all these weird restrictions and stuff. There's two maps, and I think they just randomly alternate. It's fun as hell. But your weapon changes every round. Every single round of that game. There's three rounds per match. It's just like you have this weapon now. I haven't which played it. I kind of love it, and I also kind of hate it. I yeah. love it because it forces you to think on your feet every round, but I hate it because it it becomes impossible at higher difficulties to actually get shit done. Because it's like, well, I suck with the sniper, well, and maybe you got to play Salmon Run more and try all the weapons, and then maybe don't you just got to get better at Splatoon. Level yeah. 14. Yeah, better at Splatoon. I don't know. Fucking loser. Oh my god! I just thought of something. You know what I would absolutely die for? What? If Nintendo made a Splatoon game where it's essentially Grand Theft Auto with Inkopolis. And it's just kind of like an open world. Just go around splatting. Yeah, you just splat stuff. You do little side quests. It's actually so game much warfare. Fun. It's like San Andreas where you're like inking your turf. Yeah, but it's different like, you know, squid squid mm-hmm. games. And you have to, you have to <laughs> meet with the opposing squid gangs. And Come on, you, you'd play that, Aaron. That would you? be really fun. That'd be really fun. <laughs> They're going to do that now. That'd not credit me. So good. And, you, and so. then the like, gangs push other gangs out just by like inking the whole turf and shit. Yeah, you go and get like an ink, get, like, an ink copter that like drops you down and then you can start like... So now it's PUBG. And yeah. you can get like vehicles and shit. You know, I just realized there's no red ink in the game. Whoa! Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, because no, no blood. No red. Yeah, it's blood. probably blood. Getting this pink. Red would look very pretty. Let's talk what? about how single player has the glitter and multiplayer does not. Probably performance reasons. Bullshit. It's probably performance reasons. It's glitter. My my theory is that they developed it with the glitter because the glitter is super pretty. They put it in multiplayer and they're like, you know what, guys, we're hitting fifty nine frames per second. Sometimes we gotta kill it. How is it a performance thing? If like, what's what's different? Dots. Oh, there's, there's way more ink being applied all over the place at any given moment in multiplayer. In single player, it's just you and whatever enemies are nearby, which they can easily control for performance reasons. If they're like, oh, there's eight enemies here and we're getting frame dips, let's just make it seven. Like, they have control over that. But in multiplayer, they need to accommodate for everyone using their specials at once, for all this shit, because this game is fucking solid 60 FPS. It's just glitter, though. It is, and it's really pretty. They just sprinkle it in. But that's my theory, is that they made it and they were like, fuck, we can't use it in multiplayer, and then they just left it in the single player because it's pretty. Or I it was a stylistic decision. They thought I was distracting a multiplayer. That's I also have possible. to shit, so I'm gonna <laughs> fly to Japan and shit on the Splatoon team's faces. That's, <laughs> they, they're well. They've been working hard. They're hey, doing their best. If if any of you have any issues with a specific thing or agree with us on uh, communication issues in Splatoon, you should start tweeting about it because I feel like they're listening. They're patching. They made the Splatoon the, 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 the Salmon Run schedule way way better. Yeah. 
They're it's not li- great, but it's way, way better. I feel like they're listening. They, they're releasing patch notes. Yes. And, uh, the oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. my God. That yeah. was when we were talking about ARMS and the ARMS G-Club. Yeah. I was like, they're not going to do patch notes. They did. They did. And not only that, but they listened to me. I don't want to take credit for it or <laughs> take anything. Credit. Take but, credit. Uh, Soak it up, dude. I specifically tweeted out that Snake Pit is the worst fucking stage and it should be removed from ranked. And they removed it from ranked. It was sure the did. only stage they removed from ranked. Uh, himself you. saw that. Miyamoto said, you know what? This, this Eagle Raptor guy's onto something. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a horrible stage, and they should have known. I couldn't yeah. get into ARMS. Honestly, it might have to do with the fact that I'm so bad at it, it just wasn't fun for me. I was just like, I can it's teach such you. a cool game, it's just, I'm just not good at it. I so can teach you, dude. You, could you be but my ARMS master? Charge. Yeah, I can teach you the way. Be my ARMS but daddy? you have to charge? No. You can teach you, but I have to charge. That's... But that was what I stand by what I said in the in the Arms G Club that if that game came out instead of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, if those release dates were flipped, I think a lot more people would have played it. Yeah, because Splatoon was coming out so closely after Arms, it's like why would I get Arms? Yeah, Splatoon's coming out soon. Even if I bought Arms, I'd just be playing Splatoon now. Do you think they're gonna make an Arms sequel, like another? Do you think Arms is gonna be like a one-off game? Yeah. Well, so so my theory was that if they wanted Arms to be a competitive game, I think what they're gonna do is probably like keep releasing a bunch of shit to like upgrade arms and then eventually like arms vanilla is going to be like arms and then there's going to be like arms deluxe yeah, like team fortress and that's, that's going to be like the real arms like street fighter or something or it's I, like nobody plays street fighter 4 anymore they all play hyper street fighter 4 yeah when when uh a long time ago and the nintendo direct when they announced splatoon 2 i was actually surprised it was Splatoon 2, because I, I was like, oh, it's just Splatoon like remastered for the Switch. And then it says Splatoon 2, and I was like, oh my god, it's a whole new Splatoon game. Yeah, a lot of people, that's been a big thing online. People are like, it's not a real sequel. Well, it doesn't it have, is. like, it is. It, it is definitely, it doesn't have it as doesn't much. It doesn't matter if you think it's not enough for a sequel. It's got a two in the box, that makes it a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, literally the only it's, it's qualification. A different game. It's a different game. It's the only qualification for a sequel. It's not the same. Inktopolis is different. And Inktopolis is different different like the main square and everything i i am very happy with it as a sequel oh it's fantastic because it yeah. didn't need a lot of iteration and oh. a lot of the small stuff they did iterate on and just the fact that it's now on the switch and it's now portable that's the thing a lot of people skip the wii u and and for them splatoon is a brand new game and they're getting the best version of it yeah uh besides if they added a mini map in the corner this is uh, a much better version than the wii u version especially with the controls like the kind the gamepad was so clunky especially because yeah. i play with motion controls Aaron, you do not play with motion controls. No. Barry, you play with motion controls, right? I do. I did not with the Wii U version because I thought motion controls were dumb. I like motion controls. I feel like they give me a slight bit of more accuracy because I can aim with the joysticks and then I can kind of uh, just add a little more tilt left or right, up and down. Well, yeah, now I play with That's the controls. way to do it. Apparently, uh, hardcore players play with motion controls. Ryan doesn't play with motion controls. My only he said he couldn't get used to them. I can't. I can't. I, I can't get used to not playing with motion controls. Oh, wow. I've tried playing without them. I can't do it. I, I just feel like there's... You don't have to. Like, the, the, It's not like you're shooting bullets. You're shooting giant splotches of ink, Like, and characters are pretty boxy. I, I, like, I feel like for like ranged, farther ranged attacks, it's easier for me because... It's faster for me. Yeah, instead of my kind of... Because with, with first-person shooters, or just shooters in general, uh, my downfall is that my movement is always very like dun, dun, dun. like it's never kind of like a smooth target that's why motion controls help me kind of like i can do most of it with the joysticks and then i can guide the rest mm-hmm. by you know moving my i i just wish that because when you enable motion controls it deactivates the y-axis on the right stick yeah so you can still pan left and right but you can't tilt up and down and i wish that, that was an option to turn that back on 
because I would happily use the right stick for a lot of stuff and then just use the motion controls for fine tuning on yeah. top of that. Because like when you're in a duel with someone, it helps to have like three axes of aiming where you're yeah. moving, you're aiming with the right stick and you're tilting to just always try to get ahead of that other person who's strafing around you. Um, but I, I like the motion controls. I, I find I that it, it lets me kind of snap to different targets faster. Than exactly. If I was using That's the why stick. I like it. It's more, I feel like I can get more precise control quicker. And I could just up the sensitivity on the stick, but then it becomes less wieldy for me for yeah. like running around because then I'm just like whipping around. Exactly, and if you when you combine the motion controls with the pro controller, because mm-hmm. I, I that's how I, I dock it. it. It's wonderful. Yeah, the pro controller is, I, I say it has to be the most comfortable controller I've ever used in all my years of video gaming. Mm-hmm. All my years of video gaming. It's a great controller. Seriously, it's it's a wonderfully comfortable controller. And and having again like. I still love the Switch's main feature, which is that it's a goddamn portable. Yeah. And I can climb into bed and play some single-player Splatoon for a little bit. It's an absolutely perfect I can bring console. my Switch over to Aaron's pl- house, and we can play League together side-by-side, side, and it's easy. I don't have to set up another TV. The battery life doesn't suck on it either. No, it's, it's good. It's not bad. It's really good. I thought I mean, it was going to be way worse than it is. Hopefully it lasts, like, in a year from now, if it's yeah. just dying in an hour. Like, that suck, but... I feel like that's, like, an Apple thing. I think it's just a lithium battery thing. Maybe. It's just Does what use they... those lithium batteries, the ones that explode on airplanes? Yeah. Probably. I got a shit. You got right. a shit, dude? Well, dude, I, I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else. Overall, overall thoughts, I think there's definitely things that could be fixed, but that doesn't leave a bad enough taste in my mouth to make it a negative experience as a game for me. I love Splatoon 2. It's a testament to Nintendo's usually good design fundamentals that I will put up with so much bullshit to play their games they're still great yeah and, and you can and when I, you play I, it, you could tell passion went into making it yeah too. but oh. you know what i'm not going to keep playing it for so super long if they don't let me play with my friends yeah I, that's, well, that's why i'm still playing overwatch a year later like because i get, to hang, a, I get to hang out with my friends and right if i can't do that in splatoon then it's just gonna get boring yeah the once, best time I- once we know a bunch of people who have league league unlocked then i'll be curious to see I'll even then we have to play in person that's the easiest way to just talk to each other yeah but I'm okay with that. I would. I want to play four v four, league Splatoon, but I can't yet. Yeah. Well, Barry, maybe this week yeah. we can we can try to get to B minus and ranked. Let's do try it. Try my best. Well, I can't. I can't help you. That you're on your own. I'll have to Ugh. just calm myself down ahead yeah. of time because I get very angry. Mm-hmm. I was Ryan was out of town. I was screaming at my TV during playing. I, I went full just like I I I, <laughs> I tilt pretty bad at this game. I'll, I'll admit that. Well, I'm making a video that's more concise about my issues with communications that Barry's going to help me make. Yeah. Um, I already wrote the script. I just need to make it. Uh, but share it around. Yeah, hopefully Nintendo can mm-hmm. see it. When it comes out. Hope, yeah, maybe Nintendo will see it and fix some bullshit so you guys can play with your friends and fucking ranked at least. <laughs> Jesus. Ranked is something you like. You need to play with friends. Yes, you have to. Absolutely. But that's why they made League. They just made it impossible to get to League. Yeah. It should dumb. just be unlocked at the same time as There's ranked. a ranked wall to get to League. Yeah. It just makes no sense. But anyway, got a shit. Love you guys. See you later. All right. Have a good See shit. Bye, Aaron. Have a good hey, shit. Boy. You can check out me and Barry on Google Plus. Yep. <laughs> check me out on Friendster. <laughs> I'm a, I have a Napster profile. Matt Matthew. Yes. Where can people actually find you? You can actually find me on Twitter at Matt H. Watson or my YouTube channel I do with my good friend Ryan McGee called Super Mega, where we do a podcast and gaming stuff and sketches and, well, not sketches, like live action. You, you get the point. Yeah, it's good. Super, what about you, Barry? Is Super Mega a reference to Bit Trip Runner? It's not, actually. Uh, uh, I can get, tell you. Do you get asked that? 
No, that's the first time I've ever been asked. Whoa. Super Mega was literally like two days before we launched the channel. It was a different name. Um, and then we were like, this name we have now sucks. We need something that is, you know, catchier. We wanted something that was just like quick and catchy. Mm-hmm. So we just came up with that. It's, I like it. It's not the best name in the world, but I, I think it's easy to remember. At least you didn't call it like quadruple jump or t- t- yeah. <laughs> other video game reference. Game Grumps. Game Grumps. What does it even mean? Where, where can we find you, Barry? You can find me in a dumpster behind the mall. <laughs> Playing Splatoon. Hanging out with the raccoons. Uh, I'm on I'm on Twitter at Razadoop, double Z, double O. Um, I guess, yeah. yeah. I tweet every now and then. You do. You got some good tweets, Barry. Thanks. I find myself having a chuckle every now and then. You know what? I appreciate that. You got some good tweets yourself, man. Barry, uh, you're, you're too kind. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this also, episode Aaron of the Also, Aaron is Egoraptor. Aaron is at Egoraptor. He's taking a shit. And Game Grumps, but you already know that because this is on the Game Grumps channel. Well, so, they might be listening to it on uh, like iTunes or some shit. Well, go subscribe to Game Grumps. <laughs> okay. It's fun stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been the G Club. Bye-bye. The G Club.